0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Impact Defense Podcast. This is episode 120. Uh, we actually, this is a little bit of a special edition because we had already planned 120. We already recorded 120, but we're having to kind of move things around because of some disturbing news that have just happened that we're actually going to cover in this podcast. Okay, so like I said, this one is a bit different than our normal kind of stuff. And we're actually going to jump right in to a local news stories that have happened for us.
1: Let's start with the latest on this investigation. Authorities found the 13-year-old locked in a shed on Friday. WFMY News 2's Amber Lake joins us live now. Amber, the property owner says she had no idea the girl was even there. The owner of the home behind me, Trope Sin, told us that she allowed Jorge Camacho to rent from her because she said that he had nowhere else to go. She told us that her son is friends with Camacho, so two years ago she opened up her home to him. Sin said she had no idea what was happening inside the shed where Camacho lived.
0: Okay,
1: so, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was going to say one thing
0: really quick and then I'll let Jada say something too. Normally we don't do names on the podcast at all, but this is a piece of trash and I don't care.
2: <laughs> I mean, they've made his name very public anyway.
3: Yeah, there
4: was no there was no discretion there. They no. immediately put out his name like mm-hmm. right after mm-hmm. it happened. Yeah. Right. First things first. I want to I want to start off by saying that uh, we are just here to present facts and a uh, self defense mindset to this situation. We are not here to speculate whether or not we believe uh, whatever someone specifically, other than trusted news reporters, say about. Um, this incident and uh, local authorities we're not here to speculate our own opinions so um,
0: but you're gonna get our opinions <laughs> <laughs> on some things now that I know what you're talking about there and yeah I mean I'm not gonna
4: okay okay because obviously every time something like this happens people speculate on what involvement the homeowner would have had or yeah. yeah or what she could have known the only details we know is that she works night shift and so. And she says she knows nothing about what happened. So that yep. is all we
3: are going to say on that subject. Yep. You in Simon house on the camera. So I didn't know she was even here.
1: The Davidson County Sheriff's Office says Camacho kept a 13 year old girl locked in a shed on Linwood Southmont Street in Lexington. Investigators found her last Friday night by the Davidson County Sheriff's Office and FBI. Investigators said the 13 year old met Camacho online. The Sheriff's Office says the messages between the two showed consistent signs of grooming and enticement. I mean, just that
2: consistent signs of grooming. I mean, they all come... Most all the stories come back to someone who has gained a child's trust and and made them think that they were someone that they were not.
4: Mm -hmm. I have some statistics pulled up. Okay. This says that 69% of teens regularly receive online communications from strangers and do not tell a parent or caretaker. Now, to think about how they got that statistic... This says that 69% of teens regularly receive online communications from strangers and don't tell a parent or caretaker. How likely are all of them to tell the people trying yeah. to find the statistic? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to tell because that number could be higher. Much? Oh, very. It could be much mm-hmm. higher. It could be much higher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: 69%. Yep. So one of the things that this is all very close to all of us, mm-hmm. and I think it was one of those things where it just, it upset us so Mm-hmm. like so so much and that and that's kind of why we just decided we are going to dedicate this podcast to this story and also like grooming and and everything else because nothing pisses me off more <laughs> than situations like this
2: and especially when it's in our area and it's just yeah i close. mean that's it's just, right here
1: yeah showed camacho convinced the teen to leave her home in dallas Investigators said the suspect then picked her up and brought her here to Lexington. The FBI and Davidson County Sheriff's Office located Camacho's car and later pulled him over. This eventually led investigators to the shed. The homeowner says she was shocked when she heard officers at her door.
3: I do not know what happened that day. All I know is I work night shift and the police, so that wasn't when they us. come knock on the door, they just took me out of the house and didn't tell me what's going on and nothing until like two hours later.
1: Davidson County Sheriff Richie Simmons says this case this weekend is oddly similar to a 2021 case where a 14-year-old girl was taken to Arkansas after meeting someone online.
0: Now, that was actually one of the cases that we had talked about a little bit, at least we mentioned it, where there were nine cases over the course of two weeks of kids in our area that had been abducted, either through grooming, most of which were grooming, uh, most of which never came back I think two of them came back am I if I'm is that correct
2: I don't remember for sure I don't don't remember remember. the number that came back
0: I say it was something along those lines again it's another one of those things where for me it just it really ticks me off to hear people go oh this is not something that actually happens
1: no (laughs) it it happens It, it happens it doesn't just happen in movies it happens in real life yeah anyway Say this case puts a spotlight on the importance of monitoring teens when they're online and warning them of the dangers.
0: As parents, they've got to wise up and see that the dangers to these kids, it just continues to go on.
1: The teenager is back in Texas with family right now. As for Camacho, he's facing a slew of charges, some of which human trafficking, child abduction, statutory rape of a child under 15. He is being held at the Davidson County Jail under a $1.25 million bond. Live in Davidson County tonight, Amber Lake, WFMY News 2.
0: That was the story straight from, straight from News 2. We watched in preparation for this and kind of going over some things. I couldn't remember exactly... Every, all the details that were in that one because we watched so many things.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We watched, I think, more than I sent for you, but I know I sent four different videos yes, to you. you did. One of which is a 16 minute pre- press conference.
4: Yes, uh, that was we, a, we watched the sheriff's press conference. Yeah, so we, really we went through
0: everything, all, all of this. Uh, it is super, super important. To understand this for parents, and that's kind of what we really, really want to dedicate this episode to—is kind of get some of that information out and really kind of push this. So I will just go ahead and say this now: If you're a parent who listens to this and you know other parents, send them this episode.
3: The word, (laughs) yeah, because
0: our our goal with this one is kind of really kind of break this down a little bit and try to get people to understand the importance of this because it is infuriating and it is Mm -hmm. scary.
4: So, some more of the statistics I found. If anybody's interested, okay,
0: yep, sure, yeah.
4: Uh, so, this <laughs> says that ninety-six percent of teens use social networking applications such as Facebook, MySpace, chat
2: rooms, and blogs.
0: MySpace, it does still exist, but like I didn't even know it was in the public um, consciousness at this point in time. So, like
2: people that young would be using it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yes, I cannot tell you exactly. When this specific article was put out, but the website itself is guard child, and it says copyright twenty twenty three so but it's still there look at that okay so ninety six percent of space.
0: looks completely different than it did
4: <laughs> maybe it's making a comeback
0: uh, possibly
4: um but yeah, it says. Uh, Only 15% of parents are in the know about their kids' social networking habits and how these behaviors can lead to uh, cyberbullying or grooming. Can I comment on that? Yes, you can.
2: As a parent, it is very time-consuming to keep up with what your children are doing. Yeah. It wears you out to always be trying to be on top of what they're doing without seeming like you're trying to control everything this is one of those areas where you're gonna have to step up and do it because Mm -hmm. there's there's just too much out there yeah there's just too many things that they can be involved in conversations that they can be having and people they can that can contact them and you have no idea unless you are really staying on top of what's going on exactly so if you don't educate your children on those dangers then they're not going to understand why you care yeah. why you're why you're in their business
3: they would just like that say, is your business yeah mm-hmm. they would just like say you're invading my privacy like why are you doing this <laughs> so
0: and I actually had a conversation with somebody about this the other day and I hope and I think that you have a much better understanding now than you did uh earlier yeah in life but like Kylie wanted an Instagram Kylie wanted Snapchat this was several years back Kylie got I and, just
3: wanted Snapchat for the filters and mess <laughs> around with those.
0: Kelly got into a lot of trouble hmm. because she had, after I told her not to, downloaded Snapchat. And this was, you know, she was younger at the time. Now at this age, I would be more willing to allow her onto something. Now that she is older, she understands a lot more of the rules. She understands all that. And I think that's a big thing. is It's like foundations. But I think at this point in time, and and honestly, a lot of it's because of what we do, I don't think you have a whole lot of desire to be on nope. <laughs> a lot of things either.
3: <laughs> the so. only thing I have is like Pinterest and YouTube. Yeah. I mean. so And Bible Lab, if you consider that a social media app. I do, because you can have friends on there. <laughs> no, Not that I have that many. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but oh like, I think... <laughs> but i think i think it's super super important to for kids to fully fully understand what the risks are before you allow them to have social media in all honesty and and this might be
4: And understand that it is your business. I have seen entirely safety of your children is your business. Yes, yes, it drives me crazy the parents that are more free range or whatever you would call it, and they're just like, oh, you just got to trust your kids. Like they they need privacy too, and they're just talking to your their friends. Hmm. I have another statistic for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So twenty percent of teenage internet users have been the target of unwanted sexual solicitation or requests for sexual activities chat or information but 41 percent of unwanted sexual solicitations 29 percent of unwanted exposure to sexual materials and 31 percent of harassment occurred when the children were online chatting with their friends okay
0: let's go ahead and say this we backed off of tiktok what's one of the reasons jada that was backed off of tiktok sexual
4: harassment
0: pretty much We're not going into any details but some things were said and comments were made and yeah that was one of the reasons we kind of backed off even though at one point in time tiktok was actually paying us decent to post Mm -hmm. videos i am not going to though have uh jada as my employee and kylie as my daughter put out there and allow people to say things to them Mm -hmm. i don't care how much money they're giving us right you know as a social as social media tiktok was paying us better than anybody most of them is not really hardly paying us at all. Mm-hmm. But like YouTube, we get a little bit from YouTube. We get just a little bit from this or that or whatever. We get just a tad bit. You know, never really enough to like cover bills or anything. TikTok was actually the closest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, wow, that's that, that was a tremendous amount of money. in you know, not tremendous, but you know what I mean. Right. In yes. comparison to the rest of them. But it's just not.
2: It's not worth it.
0: Worth it. Worth it. No, I'm not going to risk anything or just even allow any type of sexual things to be said.
3: Mm-hmm. It's,
0: it's just not, it's right. not worth it. And we're not going to continue. We to were do mainly
3: that. doing that
4: thing for kids. Yep. All right. You want to know one of the scariest statistics I have right in front of me? Sure. One in 33 youth received an aggressive sexual solicitation translation. A predator asked a young person to meet, called a young person use or on a phone or sent the young person um, correspondence, money or gifts. One in 33, Mm. do you know how many children we have in America?
0: Let's not even think, let's think for a moment. How many kids do we have in our classes? Mm -hmm. I mean, in our kids' martial arts classes, that is still several of those children. That means statistically, Mm -hmm. several of those children have received something along those
4: lines. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One in five youth ages 10 to 17 received sexual solicitation or were approached online.
0: So one in five?
4: One in five hmm 77% of the victims of online predators were age 14 or older. Oh, I've got so many. <laughs> this is really sad. Yeah. And not just that. It's the materials they're being exposed to. Yes. Um, it says that 70% of kids ages 8 to 18 have accidentally encountered online pornography, very often by entering an innocent search term while doing their homework. Mm-hmm. Okay, so even when your kids are on the computer, just doing homework, you know?
0: <sighs> okay, so I want to give a, a little quick example. While we were doing research for this,
4: mm-hmm.
0: I typed in what I thought was our one of the local news stations' websites,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it took me to a very inappropriate website. Really? Really. Hmm. I'm not going to say which one right. mm-hmm. or how I mm-hmm. messed up the thing. Right. But I did, and it was it was just a, like, you know, this thing, channel yes. number, call numbers, you right. know. And I put all of these things in there, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it takes me, and I was like, what in the world? <laughs> and I didn't even think about that a whole lot until this moment. I was like, oh, get out of here. Yeah, and, and right now, I mean, that's just, exactly. You could be doing something that you think is right, right. and you do it, and then all of a sudden it's very, very wrong.
4: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it's not just that, but it actually gets them hooked on the content mm-hmm. uh, very early. Uh, the largest group of internet porn consumers is ages, or children ages 12 to 17. That is the largest is group scary. of internet porn users. I know, now... I know. Um, there is a big push that uh, pornography is healthy, which I fully disagree with. But two, not only that, but when you expose uh, when a child is exposed to that at such a young age um, in the developmental years, not only is it not good for their development, which that's not the topic of this podcast, but being exposed to that kind of content makes them more likely to think it's okay to send a person pictures of themselves. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it makes it, it desensitizes it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is a statistic on here about about what percent of the pornography online are from underage people, and I will do my best to find that.
0: Wow, Jay's looking that up. <laughs> for just a moment, let's talk about grooming. Okay, remember, this really is a podcast directed toward parents because we're trying to look at how do you protect your kids from stuff like this. When this kind of stuff hits at your front door, mm-hmm. it makes you think about it. And and like I said, these are the things that we handle and do with a lot. We are constantly trying to put the information out there and education out there for this. but. <sighs> It really makes you want to buckle down when you see something happen so close.
2: And a lot of times it's something that you should have already been doing yeah from an early age preparing them with those simple comments yeah. of this is what's appropriate and this is not and so that you have something to build on as they get a little older.
0: Let me before we kind of
2: mm-hmm.
0: delve deeper into some of that as well, let me just say that um, the reason that I found out that Kylie was on an app that I told her not to go on mm-hmm. was because I am not afraid. Because I, I'm, I'm, I care for her safety, and I'm not afraid to uh, step on and look at what's on her phone.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Do you hate me for that, Ray?
3: No. Okay. I did it at the time. <laughs> 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 no. Yeah, and, that,
0: and that's what so many people look at. They go, I don't want my kid to hate me. I don't want any of this kind of stuff. And I was like, that's bull crap. You I don't want to be
4: one of those buzzkill parents. You got
0: to you gotta play the long game mm-hmm. as a parent. Right. Uh, I mean, I can tell you right now that my parents were very hard on me. They needed to be because I was a very stubborn child. <laughs> I love and respect them very much so. And 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 that I feel like is, that's played itself out also with me and Kylie because very, Kylie was a very, very stubborn child and, and would defy or <laughs> would stand up against things that I said. And I could have sat there as a parent and go like, oh, I don't want to like, but, y- you know, I was kind of mean and hard, but not in a, you know, Not in an unloving way. And I think that's one thing we had to do as parents. And and now I feel like we have a very good relationship. You don't hate me nearly as much now, right? No,
2: not at all.
4: Well, my parents were the same way. I, I got a slow introduction to um, the social media mm-hmm. world, and I had very clear set guidelines on what I was or was not allowed to do, who I was or was not allowed to friend, like all of those things. There were very specific rules on what I was allowed to um, search on the Internet alone or what I was not. And in doing so, it kept me from a whole lot of major problems.
0: Well, if you look at the difference in the way like Gentry and I grew mm-hmm. up, I'm a little older than Gentry, but still we're, we're close enough in age. Uh, when we grew up there was no such thing as social media yeah. when we were kids uh, and and not teens and not until young adults uh, you had it but if you even look at the explosion between this, the years mm-hmm. that between you and Kylie which oh, is yeah. like what six, seven years whatever somewhere in that range I don't know it is so much more oh, yeah, it's now so prevalent much. now than even mm-hmm. when you were a teen
4: there's also a percentage on here of uh, <laughs> what what percent of youth even have phones or their own cell phones, mm-hmm. which is way higher than it used to be. Oh yeah. Um, but the statistic I was looking for earlier on uh, child pro- pornography it says twenty percent of all internet pornography involves children, with more than two hundred or twenty thousand new images posted weekly. Oh my gosh! Now. Let's actually talk about that for a second because most of the time those uh, images posted were taken by the child themselves and sent to another user.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then once it's done that, that is free to share everywhere.
4: Oh, and there are plenty of statistics on here about how many... uh, kids have admitted to posting nude or partially nude photos to a friend or um online like 71% of teen girls and 67% of teen boys uh who sent or posted sexually um suggestive content uh they sent they say they sent it to a boyfriend or girlfriend but that term is very loose because you can have online relationships yeah which most children admitted to being able to hold online without their parents' knowledge. 21% of K to 2 kids have access to cell phones. I mm-hmm.
2: I um, <laughs> <laughs> Your child how does do not we even, need a cell phone at that age. How do we
4: even g- come close to fixing this problem? They're, this is ridiculous. What need does a, does a child have at that age for a cell phone?
2: Your child does not need a cell phone unless they are leaving you and going somewhere else where they need to be able to contact you. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. They don't need it beyond that.
0: Okay, so we have gone quite a while without really going through too many of our talking points. I, I know. And we do <laughs> need to kind of go, because we want to give, okay, th- there was a lot of frustration there.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm just now yeah, what we dishing need to out do all is of the about, statistics around this yeah. that make me angry. Well, think, and there are so many more, but I, I'm, I'm going to leave it. Well, I've got, I've got another rant for parents, but we'll save that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what we really need to do is give some good practical advice. I think, uh, as parents, what we need to do because it is it's just it's scary it's freaking scary out there so number one let's just define really quick what is grooming grooming is when someone if you don't know grooming is when someone is trying to gain trust in someone and it can be online which a lot of times it is and it can be in person they're trying to gain trust and really gain power over someone and you can be groomed to to leave and that's actually the situation in that news story mm-hmm. and in the thing that happened in this area the guy was playing an online games with this girl then he asked her to step off that platform and talk about our talking on another platform which happens a lot mm-hmm. and in there is where he starts messaging mm-hmm. her and what it does is it creates distrust mm-hmm. in your parents mm-hmm. and it creates a dependency and a and bigger trust in the groomer and then they eventually either get them to send them nude photos, they get them to leave with them, and that happens a lot. And that's where the trafficking starts. Mm-hmm.
4: Part of the problem is that so many parents have that euphoric mindset of, Oh, it would never happen to my kid. My yeah. kid's too smart to let that happen. What's what's really happening is this starts out super slow. First off you are real it's really easy to lie to people online. Yes. But second, even if you don't lie to them, all you have to do is take time to take their sides in certain Mm -hmm. things. You start by developing things that you have in common. Maybe you like the same bands, you know? And so you start out by talking about that. By then, you've already started a conversation and a point of familiarity, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, You're starting the relationship. Then uh, they trust you enough to eventually just tell you about a frustrating day they had, Mm -hmm. at which point you take the time and you take their sides talking about how Mm -hmm. they're really mature or smart for their age, And you know that they'll get through this and the other people just don't understand. And then you've made yourself into the person that takes their side in that Mm -hmm. kind of argument. Mm -hmm. And you know what? For any age, it feels good to have someone take your side Mm -hmm. and tell you that you're reasonable or intelligent. After that, that's when they start uh, really taking things further, being a little bit more... Demanding, you know, yep. or maybe it's simple, just asking for some personal information. So we've been chatting for a while. Where do you even live? Yes. What's your life like? They start to create distance between you and your parents. So you tell them what your parents are doing, or this unfair thing that they did, and you start talking about, oh, okay, well, your parents just don't seem to understand you. That it sounds like they have some unreasonable guidelines. Mm-hmm. Like, can you even trust what they say if they're hypocritical in these areas? Mm -hmm. Then they start asking for pictures and it's like, it's simple. It's just a picture of your face. It's like, we just have a lot in common. I just want to see your face, you know, and they just build. It builds. It's one thing after another. They've already developed the trust. And before you know it, you're sending pictures to somebody that
1: you You don't don't even know, know, but it
4: feels (laughs) like you do. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. So really quick, Kylie plays Call of Duty online. Yeah. Okay. The question here is, who are your friends who, who are the people that you accept friend Quest from?
4: People that I know yeah. in real life. In real life. And have yeah. actual relationships with. Yeah. Not just people that you've met before or friends of friends.
0: Yeah. So that is many, many times what people need to understand. That is okay. I am perfectly okay with that. She knows in person every single person that she is friends with on that game. And that goes across everything, correct? Anybody that you know... Or, well, anybody that you're friends with across any app that you do have, or mm-hmm. people that you know in real mm-hmm.
3: life. Mm-hmm.
4: And even in those chats, though, you have mm-hmm. access to her messages. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. one of the things my parents did was they didn't look at a ton of the content of my chats but they would flip into like the photo sections where it shows you all of the photos that somebody sent or anything and they looked for anything suspicious in there and then they would usually just hand my phone back to me they had the complete freedom and had the complete right to assert like completely just read through whatever of my chats they wanted to and every now and then they would read like excerpts and stuff and just be like yeah okay whatever the thing is, when you've trained your child right, they shouldn't have anything to hide. Yeah. You know, and there's definitely nothing that you as a parent should feel guilty for checking up on because in the end, it's their ultimate safety. And I'm, I'm sorry, but they're young, they're kids, and you, it, it's okay for you to take away a little bit of privacy to make sure that they're safe and build the groundwork for a, like an actual happy, healthy life mm-hmm. where they're not taken from you.
0: All right. So, what are some possible warning signs that your child may be being groomed?
4: Sudden distancing. Mm-hmm. And it's bad that moodiness can be a side effect because that can just be a preteen thing, or but a teen thing. Yeah, um, or just a person thing. <laughs> but, but like, really think about. Um, is your child having? Uh, di- is their personality slightly shifted? Are yeah. they are they acting like themselves? Mm-hmm. Is is something in your gut telling you that something's just a little bit off with how they're acting? Mm-hmm. Check. Mm-hmm. Don't just
2: say it's probably fine or I'm being paranoid. Check. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if they have a problem turning over their phone or anything else for you to look at, that is, you know, that's a sign that they're hiding something. Yeah. Now. It may not be grooming. It may be something else. But yeah. it's a sign that they're not willing to let you see what they're up to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
4: parents, make sure that you understand
2: um, like texting language
4: and chat language. If you don't know what your child is saying, what the abbreviations stand for or anything, there's no way you're going to know what they're actually saying.
3: Um, I don't fully know what anything is when it comes to that i'm not
4: up to date on the lingo either but i don't have children and i also (laughs) don't message people i don't know i just google
2: it i'm like no that's that's an interesting combination of Uh, letters google is your best
4: friend yeah okay stuff
0: like that but i have many times looked up like all right what's this mean
4: Mm -hmm. (laughs) urban Um, dictionary
0: because you don't want to know everything on the urban dictionary is pretty bad
4: yeah but but some common abbreviations that parents don't know or it says 90 5% Five percent of parents don't know that co- no common chat room acronyms teenagers use. Um, one is P O S or parent over shoulder.
0: Oh, that's not that's what not I what I thought, thought of. It. when I hear P O S. No, but we it had, is. That was a different was, thing for our generation. Else. But <laughs> no, it
4: is a it is an acronym that they're using in chat rooms now. Now all of these are subject subject to change. There are new ones every yeah. year. You have to look up all of them. Um, there's P nine one one. That's parent alert. Just means that suddenly their parents over and they have to change what they're talking about. Next is um A slash S slash L, which is age, sex, and location. That one's scary. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but those are just a few. Guys know what your kids are talking about.
0: Yeah. 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 It it's all really super important. But yeah, a lot of their attitude and everything is gonna be your biggest thing. And I think one of the big things for parents is to make sure That your kid knows, actually knows who they're actually talking to, and that you know who Mm -hmm. your kid is actually talking to. And you
4: monitor it even if you do know who they're talking to. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I just, I'm
0: one of these people who, I don't feel like it's a great idea as an adult to have friends, like I don't friend my students, generally speaking. Right. And it's not that I'm afraid of what they'll see that I do. I just don't think it's a great idea. So, like, I had a a kid that was preteen send me a friend request on Facebook, and I just never answered it. I'm not on Facebook. We've talked about this on the podcast before. I'm not really on Facebook anyway. But I just happened to see that, and I was like, I'm just not going to do that. It's because I think there's a certain level of appropriateness, Mm -hmm. and I just don't think, you know, unless it's like – a certain situation unless you might be kin to them unless you might be you know um you know then maybe it's not as big of a deal but i'm not i'm not big on that kind of stuff so i just kind of avoid that uh from my perspective and i generally suggest that most kids don't do that either they you know it's like oh that i know that person's parent so maybe i should just friend them on no right be and friends guys, with and part your of that is boundaries for yourself
4: media. too, and self-protection. Because yeah. what happens if, if that kid's willing to friend you, an adult, and um, contact you over line? Especially if uh, you've actually private messaged with a child, which I have no idea why you as an adult would be private messaging mm. with a child. That sounds like a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what that child, what situation that child is, it's not a safe instance for you. Because what happens if that child has done something dumb or run away, and then you all of a sudden become suspect because? There's this adult chatting with this child online. Yeah. So
0: how how do we as parents need to talk to our kids when it comes to grooming and about that?
2: It needs to start early just telling them explaining you come to us if you you know, if you need something, you come to us and these are other safe people for you to talk to. Go ahead and give them yeah. other people and say, We know these people, we trust these people. If there's ever something that you need to talk about, and you don't want to come to us. These are the people that I want you to go to. Yeah. Give set them up to succeed and not end up falling into that where they're they're looking for someone who will listen or looking for someone who will relate to them. Give them those people already.
4: It's kind of like rerouting a water line so it doesn't bust, right. you know? Mm-hmm. Like you you don't want that course no parent wants to hear that their child doesn't want to talk to them about something, but there's always going to be something that a kid is just like, I just really don't want it to be right. my parents that I talk to about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, if you start to see that as okay and make sure that they have like family friends that they trust and connect with yeah. even like adults adults that you trust a lot. People that they know that they can come to right other than you. It makes a big difference. I had those people
2: mm-hmm
4: you know i still have those people
2: yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah.
4: and they're still a really big part of my life but it just made a huge difference for me i didn't feel like i had to seek out attention Mm -hmm. or i never felt the need to post everything that was wrong on social media to try and get someone to help me right because i had people you know
0: so like all right kylie what are some things in your life I'm, i'm Pointing to you because you're the youngest one at the table here. What are some things in your life that has worked to help you understand uh, the dangers without also making you so paranoid that you are missing out on life? Because huh. I think that's the that's the big thing mm-hmm. is you know we want them to be educated, but we also don't want them to be frozen to in paranoia paranoid. and just afraid. Yeah, of but I also think somehow. whenever
4: they hit those teenage years. An upfront, honest, this is yes. exactly what we're looking with yes. at conversation is needed. Yes. Children, no. Set yeah. the guidelines. Give them the basic example so that they're not afraid of it, you know? But have the for about... Teens need a straight up, mm-hmm. brutally honest, this is yeah. exactly what can happen. Right. Yeah.
3: Because of, like, all the stories and I grown up in this self-defense mindset and I got in trouble for getting Snapchat and me not really understanding why until a little later I think it was like early 2021 whenever like the grooming and everything started happening and then I was just like no (laughs) I don't want any type of social media not because I'm scared of it because I don't want to fall into that trap
0: yeah but Like what has, what I'm saying is what has worked up to this. Okay. Personally, I don't do social media a whole lot because I have found that I'm just happier in life without it. (laughs) I mean, that's, that's me. And I know everybody's different. You know, um, Julie, Julie likes her Facebook a lot more than I do. Um, and that's cool. I I don't have a problem with it. I'm also, you know, she's smart enough to realize if somebody's doing something stupid, you know, (laughs) actually Julie will come sit, Brian, do you see this? (laughs) why is this person sending me a friend request like maybe it's because they're one of the parents of the kids at the (laughs) school julie all right (laughs) anyway but like my question was more or less like what what teaching what thing did you hear what that kind of stuff that's what i'm kind of getting at what thing did you hear got in your head and said Oh, this is a serious situation. Oh, I need to take this stuff seriously. Oh, I need to be careful with what I send out. That kind of stuff. That's what I'm talking about. That
3: kind of stuff, that yeah. all that stuff that happened with the span of two weeks in 2021. All that. All that.
0: So it wasn't anything really that and I'm mean, just be honest. Okay. It wasn't anything that as parents that your mother and I like said to you more. It was like, holy crap, here are people that are fairly local. That have been abducted
3: mm-hmm.
0: nine people in two weeks in this area, in this, you know, our, our area of the state had, was abducted in within a span of two weeks. And that was really what got it for you.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Then maybe as parents, we need to focus on saying, hey, look, this thing happened. It's not far from us. And I hate to say this, but everybody can probably point out something that has happened that was not far from you. Right.
4: Sometimes you have to scare the crap out of someone at the start yeah. and then show them a reasonable way to prevent it. Because yeah. here's the deal the situation should scare the crap out of them. Yeah. Yeah. Like it should. And it's okay for them to be really scared by the fact that someone right nearby. But it has to be balanced out with you explaining reasonable logical actionable steps that they can take to prevent it from happening to them Yeah,
3: because it doesn't have to yeah because some kids i was a kid once before would just like huh what
0: you, you was I a kid once a kid. before?
3: <laughs> you were a kid once before. I mean like a younger kid. I was a kid once before as well. I was well. a kid once before
0: too. How about you, Ginger? <laughs> I was. Okay, that cool. was a
4: really nice time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, the responsibility level is so awesome in comparison I to now.
4: I, someone recently was complaining about high school and I was like. Mm.
0: <laughs> Shut up. Just You got was, it good. You just don't know how good you have it. You
4: know. I was going, let me ask you this. Do you always know what's expected of you? And they're like. Well, I mean, yeah, I have to do this and this and this and this. I was like, okay, well, adulthood is all of those things, but without you knowing that those things are your <laughs> responsibilities until you
3: af- after you've missed them. <laughs> and they're like,
2: huh. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, anyway, sorry, anyway, sorry, go ahead. Sorry.
3: <laughs> anyway, some kids, whenever they're younger, would just, like, even if um, a parent just says, don't do this, some kids would want to know exactly why, because some kids wouldn't take... What the parent is saying seriously, if there is nothing to back up.
0: Okay, so what you are saying is, uh, if you are going to talk to your kids, especially if you have a kid, there is like a like you
3: was defying little.
0: No, no, but I am I'm not <laughs> saying that. But I am saying like you in the fact that you were very like a, much so a why, but yeah, but why, and but I why? can understand that because I've I've always been kind of a but why person. But you are saying it's better to come with like these are the rules and this is why. Yes. Okay. And, and yeah, I agree with that, especially that you said that once we hit teenage years, especially prior to teenage years, you might have to just look at it and said, but understand that I do know what's best for you and I love you. And I, this is because I love you. Mm-hmm. I don't like, I don't like the term because I said, so right. I got that a lot, but I don't like that term necessarily. But what I do like is because I love you mm-hmm. and in this situation, you have to trust that I know more than you.
4: Mm. Yeah. Um, the because I said so just so you know is a recipe for rebellion <laughs> and that uh, but why mindset it it can be really irksome but it'll help your kids oh, in the I've future a lot
0: of people through the years
4: yeah but that but why mindset is also how you get that information later because do you want your kids to grow up and be someone who just completely unquestioningly follows whatever someone tells them because they said so Yeah. Yep. no so the but why It's really obnoxious, but but it'll help them in the future. So don't be one of the because I said so parents, be the because I love you and
2: I need you to know that.
4: Like, I, I need you to do this because I love you.
2: And you can always follow that up with a, and if you have questions about it and you want to talk about it more. Feel free to come to me about yeah. it because be, then. Be you be But just honest, understand yeah. that there
4: might be some things that I don't tell you yet because right. yeah. it's not something I yeah. want you to have to be exposed to yet. That's right. Yeah. You know, sometimes yeah. they just need to know that, like, they'll be happier not knowing yet. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> please just follow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My parents told me that before. You mm-hmm. know, it's like you'll you'll understand fully why we have all of these rules later. But just trust that it's not something that we want you to have to know about yet. Mm -hmm. And if you word it like that, it creates a little bit of peace. Like they Mm -hmm. want you to know, but they don't want you to have to deal with it yet. Right.
0: Yep. So, uh, okay. Aside from, we've already talked a bit about what we can do as parents to kind of keep the kids safe and everything, but talk to the kids, be, be as blunt as you can be for their age and their maturity level. Because some kids might be older, but less mature, and some kids might be younger, but more mature. So other than that, and, and being and giving them and kind of talking to them, another thing, if they have social media, well, we talked about this before, check your privacy settings. Mm-hmm. If, if they have social media, they're old enough to have social media. Number one, don't let them have social media until they're old enough, mature enough to understand all the risks. Okay. But if they do, the parent needs to set that up. Right. Jada looks like she is about to die over there. What is What did you just read? Is it something you can say on the podcast?
4: Um, so it was another statistic I was looking at. Um, it said that, which I'm assuming the number has increased. It says that in 2004, there were at least 3,433 child abuse domains online. In 2006, there were at least 10,656. To which I was going, I don't exactly know what a child abuse domain is. I don't either. So I had to brave that. wasn't Googling it. Uh, and it says that a child abuse domain is an online site where the wrongful treatment of a child in the form of physical, emotional, or sexual abuse is just is readily available to watch. Oh,
1: yeah. okay. Oh.
0: Which is not stuff. a fact
4: that I wish I had ever had to know.
0: So check your privacy settings on your kids. Make sure they're old enough before you allow them to have social media. Know what's on their phone. Pay attention to that type of stuff. Let them know that you do this because you love them and not just because you want to rule over their life. Once they're old enough to have social media, make sure you are the one who sets up their social media so they then have the proper privacy settings. If Mm -hmm. you don't know that, check that out. There's plenty of videos out there that you can watch on YouTube and everything else. YouTube is a great resource for learning things like this.
4: Don't just one and done the settings either. No, no, Um, no, no, no. no. You've got to double check and make sure that they haven't changed any settings because you have been uh, doctored into the internet world. You know, you've been slowly increased over time. These kids were born with it. Yeah. So... From the time they could walk, usually they have some kind of electronic in their hand.
0: Yeah, I mean, Kylie's never seen a world without the internet.
4: Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, while I may not be a good prime example of my generation, um, (laughs) (laughs) most people my age have had something from when they were... The generations below me, it's just increased. Yeah. It's amazing the things that these kids can know and fix. Like, I have a, a cousin who is what five years old now Mm -hmm. who builds entire giant things on minecraft and for me like i would never would have known how to do that whenever i was five yeah you know um so it just i know minecraft has nothing to do with
0: (laughs) well i I know but i mean still yeah there's a certain there's a certain understanding of of you know this electronic future that we are in or just yeah. Like to, whatever.
4: And maybe even consider not letting them play online games until they're already old enough that you have had those conversations. Like, in what world does a like young child really need to be on an online game with an online chat room? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no.
0: Okay. So there's no real reason for it. I said it. something earlier about Kylie and Call of Duty. One of the things she has her mic settings where she only can hear and only can talk to friends.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So. Like it doesn't if if they're not a friend of hers, she cannot hear them, and she can't talk to them. Mm-hmm. If yeah, and, and that works, remember, yeah, and, and and then that works in tandem with the idea that she doesn't friend anybody on there. There's nobody there on there that's her friend, mm-hmm. unless she actually knows them in real life. Mm-hmm. These type of things all add up. It's these little things that add up that's going to help kind of keep the safety of your kids. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't, it's not saying that, oh, you can't, uh, you know what, you can't play this online because whatever. It's, it's the fact of the ground rules that now those ground rules kind of help keep her safe in that respect.
4: Yeah, and too many parents give in because their child is bored. I'm going to tell you what, there are lots of other things that can occupy your child's time. Like say imagination, <laughs> um, but read a book, go outside. Yeah. But really, <laughs> honestly, boredom is not the uh, be all indulged childhood. It's it's good to be bored every now and then. Yeah. I'm really glad my parents let me be bored when I was mm-hmm. a kid. Um, but you don't have to immediately gratify whenever they're throwing a tantrum. If you say that they don't play online games until they are this old and you have had that conversation, then they don't play online games until they are that old and have had that conversation. That's yeah. it. That's done. Conversation over. Mm-hmm. You've put your foot down. Right. You are the parent. It's your rules.
0: Yeah. Okay. Everything that we have said... Has been from the the parents' perspective as far as kind of just keeping. trying to say the right words. Rules, you know, creating rules, mm-hmm. creating guidelines, creating these things. Boundaries. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. There is another piece of this as a parent, and that is be present in your kid's life. Mm-hmm. So, so being present in your kid's life, I think you can do both. You can be both a guideline maker and a guardrail keeper, and a friend, okay? You can be both of those things. Do you feel like, and I know that I'm asking you on the podcast and everything, but I want your honest opinion in this moment. Do you feel like, as a parent, we have done a decent job at both creating these guidelines, holding you to these guidelines, punishing you when you go past these guidelines knowingly and stuff, and also still being a friend to you in situations.
3: Yes. <laughs>
2: it's like it was a very in-depth answer. Yeah, I mean. know, it was.
0: <laughs> could you could you elaborate?
2: Yes. Is that a completely honest answer, or yes. is there, or is that the answer you're supposed to give on the podcast?
3: <laughs> no, it's 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 a completely honest answer. I mean, I think of you, mom, as like one of like both best friends. Mm -hmm. in my opinion and have been for a while now because i mean we play games together Mm -hmm. we we all play board (laughs) games together we play card games together and we have family time where we sit and watch something and just wanting to be a part of my life yeah instead of like getting all busy with work and karate you make sure that you both make sure that you have time for me.
0: Yeah, and I think that's a, I think that's a big thing. And I'm not trying to do in no way. If I have said anything, there is I've made so so many mistakes as a parent. We all have, okay. Uh, I've made so many mistakes as a parent, but I mean, like even. You can't be perfect. You're not going to be perfect. And I'm not trying to set myself up as like, Hey, look, follow my example, follow me and do what I've done because apparently I have done a perfect job. That's not, that's not in any way what I was hoping to accomplish by any of this, but I know I've tried my best. I've made plenty of mistakes. I've said things I shouldn't have said. I've done things I shouldn't have done as we all have as parents. But even though I am completely flawed because we are all flawed human beings and I'm a completely flawed person, I feel like in the end of the day, we have worked really hard to raise our child in a good loving environment where there is trust and love and then there is also just know that you're still going to make mistakes. But if you if you try to be a part of your kid's life while giving them these guidelines, while showing them that you love them, while punishing them when they like willingly leave those guidelines, you can still have a good relationship with your children.
4: Play with yeah. them. and. Let's be real, when you build that foundation of a relationship and you take the time to actually integrate yourself into your child's life, anything that you do and any boundary steps that you take are going to be more trusted. What yeah. because you have built that um, like close relationship with them. Um, two, you've already proven that you care about their safety. Mm-hmm. And then three, it's normal because that's just the way that they've lived their life their Mm -hmm. entire lives Mm -hmm. they expect you to set boundaries and follow through with them because that's what they're used to so it's not something that comes out of the blue you know they're less likely to rebel if it's the way you've just parented yeah the whole time you don't have to micromanage you don't have to read every word they send to a friend but the check-ins check-ups it may be annoying or inconvenient for them, but I promise you they'll respect it. Um, uh, at least eventually, it yeah, may take eventually. time. Yeah, that's good. Uh, depending on your kid, you know, depending on how late you start with all of this, but they'll they'll grow to respect it. Like I have unbelievable respect for my parents just because they took the time to invade my privacy, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, or my illusion of privacy, yeah, um, to make sure that I was safe, yeah.
0: I'll be honest with you. Okay, for one thing, uh, we did not mention the fact that Gentry's with us today, uh, but she is the re- our recurring guest. So it's one of those things where I just I you're just such a normal part of everything. I forget right. to even mention that you're here. I just thought <laughs> I, I, this would be a good one for you to be on too. Yeah.
4: yeah, and I think it's great because you have kids in all of these different age ranges. Right. Um, like,
0: because you have so many kids. That's <laughs> a-
2: <laughs> I know there's people that in our, are in our lives are like, don't you have like seven kids? Four. <laughs> <laughs> it's only four.
4: Yeah. Well, no, I I don't just really think about like
2: that.
4: I grew up in a family of five. Mm-hmm. I wasn't thinking about how many. It's right. just like you do have kids in all of those stages of life. Right, I, though, I have so. them, you know,
2: ranging from six years old up to almost seventeen. So yeah. you know, yeah. I've, but
4: yeah. Uh, Which is basically to, the entire age range we're talking about. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah.
0: So one thing uh, from this, this has been an episode completely and totally toward parents mm-hmm. about this. What I would like to do is wrap back around in a few weeks. Not going to be right now. I want to mm-hmm. do, I want to take some time, um, but I want to come back around in a few weeks and do one specifically toward the kids
2: I was actually going to suggest that oh I was just as we were sitting here I was thinking about that that we really need to do that
0: then I have something really cool to tell you about as soon as the podcast is over. because
2: I had something else I wanted to mention to you about it too so we can talk after that
0: (laughs) yeah just just stay on top of things that your kids are doing pay attention and let them know that you love them be a part of their lives but set those guardrails uh and be really really careful uh but let them know the risk as well all right So
4: just understand that it's becoming more and more prevalent every year. And with every technical technological advancement that we make,
2: the dangers get higher. Yeah. Yeah. It's not something that's far off from your family. It's it's surround It it surrounds all of us. Mm -hmm. We're Mm -hmm. we're right in the middle of it, whether we even know it or not. Exactly. And we, we have to really be proactive with that.
0: Now, admittedly, one of the things that we saw and we found out, North Carolina is actually in the top 10, which I already knew this, mm-hmm. top 10 places in the nation mm-hmm. uh, for human trafficking.
3: Right. All right, guys, if you are enjoying this podcast, go ahead and go over to Apple Podcast or any type of podcast catcher. Rate us and please, 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 please write a review. <laughs> or I'll start singing, please. No, 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 okay.
0: All right. Anyway. <laughs> So, other than that, guys, you can uh, support us. One thing I just want to say one more time: if you have other friends that are parents, if you're listening to this, share yeah, this, this episode. The I I'm, I'm, this is such a passion of ours. We want to make sure that we educate as many people as possible. Say, hey, look, these guys may be a little uh, dumb on some subjects, but they, you know, this is some practical advice. Hopefully, that we're giving you. Uh, so, share this episode with uh, other parents. And try to send this out to as many people as possible because this is super, super important. Uh, but you can also support us by clicking the link in the description on the support us button. It starts at 99 cents a month. There's 99 cents a month. There's four ninety nine a month. There's nine ninety nine a month. If you feel like we're worth it, we would really, really, really appreciate that. If you sign up for just one or, yeah, if you sign up for the lowest level, just 99 cents per month, you have actually helped us out more than if you go over to YouTube and watch every single video of our 400 and some videos that are out. Realized that the other day. Anyway, so that would really help us out. Yep. Anything other than that, please, please tell those people about us. Visit our website, impactdefense.online for courses, articles, merchandise, and a lot more. March. <laughs> And if you have any topic suggestions, we would really appreciate you. Send those our way. Uh, look out for episode 125 where we're going to do an Ask Me Anything. If you have anything that you would like to ask us, send us a message on social media. Send us a message on email. be honest with you, I'll probably be closer to seeing it on email. Uh, <laughs> brian at impactdefense.online. All right, guys. I guess we will see you in the next one.
3: See
4: you.
0: Nobody else wants to say bye. Bye.
4: Goodbye. <laughs>